0: Hi everyone, I'm Tommy, your host, and welcome on a new episode of the Anxiety-Free Podcast. I used to suffer from severe anxiety, and I'm here to share my experience and how I've been able to get through it. On today's episode, I'm receiving Artem. I met this Russian TV host during Fashion Week in Paris many years ago. At that time, nothing would tell us we would have this episode about anxiety. Since we both moved countries, he is now established in LA and he still has some TV projects, but he has now become a life coach. He has just released a workbook with different immersive meditation. You will find the link in this episode intro. Artem is going to help you to understand the four basic emotions we all have and how to channel them, of course. So everyone, please welcome Artem. Artem. Hi, Tommy. Thank you so much, actually, for having me
1: because I really wanted to be on your podcast. And I think that you're doing a great job, honestly, because, you know, more and more people... No, I do think that right now, like, you know, a lot of people want to live... Everybody wants to live a very happy, successful, Mm -hmm. healthy life full of love, right? And people just... A lot of people don't know, don't understand that the key to that lies within. So what you're doing is
0: really giving people tools to live a better life well but thank you so much i really appreciate it and i hope you're going to give some more tools to to appreciate like the life without anxiety um so yeah just before uh starting just a very personal question how are you feeling how are you
1: i feel good i am happy but of course i'm going through a lot of challenges myself Because I moved to another country, to a new country, and I started my life anew uh, Mm -hmm. from scratch. After, you know, after achieving so much in my home country, I just decided to let it all go and just, you know, take a leap of faith and move to where I feel I belong, you know. So it is a big challenge in my life. But you know what's interesting? That is exactly why I moved here, because I became so comfortable before. And I decided to challenge myself to grow because we only grow through challenge, you know. So Mm -hmm. I'm very happy, but there are a lot of challenges right now, which makes it more interesting.
0: Yes. So (laughs) tell me about you, because um, no one knows who you are (laughs) for now. Yes. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) I love it for now. That little comment. Yes. (laughs) Um, So
0: tell me about you.
1: Yeah, well, so I worked for TV, for MTV, and even bigger channels in Russia as a TV presenter. I'm an established TV personality in Russia. And then I moved to, I did all kinds of stuff like fashion, and then, you know, um food uh and frankly everything lifestyle and then i moved to la and just started my life in you right now so it's also tv but right now it's based on mental health because i got a coaching certification i'm a uh, certified life coach right now because i just not only want to not only want to work on tv and going to work on TV, I want to use my knowledge and just to, it's not that I want to, like, you know, teach people how to live. No, but I want to inspire people to understand that they are so much more powerful than they think. They have so much more control over their mind and therefore over their life. So that's what I'm doing uh, right now here in Los Angeles.
0: So tell me, what happened in your life to make that type of um, career change?
1: Well, you know, I think so. I believe that uh change is life is vital, it's so important. And if you uh uh don't change, that means you don't really live, you know, and people think that you have to find something, your calling, and then stick to it all your life. Or at least that's what our parents thought, right? That's what I thought when I was like fifteen. I was like, Okay, I know what I wanna do. I'm so proud of myself because you guys don't know, but I know already what I want to do, you know, so mm. early. But then I realized that actually it can change very often. And you can change your you know vocation your your purpose you can you know you can keep looking for it so i think that i pivoted into because i went through a lot of my personal experiences that were very difficult that Mm -hmm. kind of like gave me a choice what do i do do i like start destroying myself you know like when you have a difficult period you like either start you know drinking a lot going out or do i try to look at myself from a different way so i choose the latter and i kind of like realized that I literally was like, how is this possible? Like, so I can live like that. I can just under, I can live better. I can be more conscious about my emotions, about my actions. I can take responsibility over my life. I actually have more control over what happens to me. Like, I'm not a like subject to this life. Like I can actually control most of the things that happen to me. And then, you know, that made me kind of want to, learn more and more and more about our mind about our behavior mental health spirituality as well but i you know yeah and then i just decided to yeah kind of like pivoted into it because i see so much power in this you know in understanding who you are nothing else just just getting to know who you are because getting to know who you are will help you with everything including anxiety because Mm. once you understand how anxiety works and what it really is it will also help you with that
0: yeah 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 100% Is it is it your focus right now like in your career in LA or to work you about mean, like uh, to, to work on mental health or are you still working on like a other project
1: well, you know, I am very uh focused on my t v career here right and um and my coaching is like a supporting uh element of it, you know mm-hmm. so so yeah, I wanna host all kinds of shows, right, not necessarily about mental health, but knowing what I know and studying and learning what I learned already makes me different. Like, I will already have so much more to say when it comes to this, right? Be it a mental health show or be it an entertainment. In fact, you know, my goal is to kind of use entertainment um, and find a way how to bring people levity like make it very light but at the same time pull their subconscious strings so that they can understand that they can change their life you know it's not about like you need to do this and this and that no we can do an interview or like a fun show but in that show we'll be kind of seated, you know mask the tools or like the motivation for people to change their lives so that's my focus right now
0: Right. Okay. So it's more like an alteration, let's say, to another form of therapy or just like enlighten people to change some of the stuff in their life without actually saying change this or, or, or change this, like uh, make it. Yeah, a exactly. I, I, fun. who
1: am I? Like, who am I to give people uh who am i to tell people how to live right i'm figuring it out myself but i just want to share what i have figured out so far and what has helped me so far you know and then people will ask themselves questions and just being guided in a certain direction they will uh, they will find answers for themselves you know and that inspires me very much because you know i think that we are capable of so much more in our life honestly so much more than we think Tommy. you know like so mm-hmm. much more you have to allow this to happen.
0: What's holding us back? Uh,
1: what's holding us back? I think it's our uh, programs uh, from our families, from our genera- previous generations. You know, it's called like generational memory. Um, and frankly, I think it's just that. And also, you know, you have to understand what I mean. It's not like oh, our families were bad. No, they did all they yeah. could. You know, they just didn't know. They, they did what they knew. They, mm-hmm. they 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 did the best job out of what was you know i mean not all of them of course but you know what i'm trying to say they didn't know what yeah. we know right now they didn't put much attention to that so i think we are limited very much first by our families mm-hmm. and then by societies that we live in you know and then it get, gets blended into our own psyche so uh so um so seamless that you don't know what's yours what's not yours you know you know so you how can you how can you do something bigger and more? How can you expect people to believe in you or give you a job or you know what I'm trying to say? If yeah, you yeah, do not yeah. believe in yourself.
0: Yeah, you can 100%. tell yourself
1: so many times. Yeah, you can tell yourself I I'm worth it. But if you don't believe in that, you can send the best C V in the world, but people will just not react to it because they will feel your energy from inside, you know. So I think that the path to healing and to, uh, uh, you know, to getting what we want in life, in relationship and in relationships, and car- in our career and friendships, it's truly understanding who you are, where where you are holding you back.
0: So that's the answer to the question. Yeah. So coming, uh, it's difficult, you
1: know, Tommy, because people like to blame. Yeah.
0: Oh uh, yes, I know. <laughs> well people when i wanted else when i wanted to like uh, create uh this podcast like just because around me i don't have any reference of someone having like such an initiative or uh you know i have some creative people around me but then i don't have that that much so i don't i don't it was hard for me like to start doing things and then i needed just because my environment was like wasn't telling me to to do it let's say uh was it encouraged me uh like direct and indirectly because directly yes they were they they, they were doing it um i was you know like uh, listening to other podcasts for like mentors and mm-hmm. things like that and as other ceos how they started their business and blah, blah blah and so and i'm still doing it and that actually quite helped me to 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 keep to keep going uh, as well, so I definitely know what you what you mean um, when you don 't have like this frame ar- around you, uh, sometimes like uh, taking yourself out of your comfort zone is just hard, or even when we we just talked about this earlier, when you moved to l a and I moved to Australia it's it's literally one of these was sort of like, okay, well, what am I doing? Either I die and get some dust on me when I meet in Paris uh, and you when you were in, in Russia or yeah. just like uh, having some fresh air uh, somewhere else.
1: No, yeah, you know, you got to understand uh, it's very difficult because, you know, we kind of like want to protect ourselves and also we don't want to work that much. But anything you want in life, anything you desire is on the other side of the challenge there is no other way
0: so coming back to anxiety you just released um workbooks about guided meditation Uh, i just wanted to know what guided you uh to treat mental health like this topic of mental health with guided meditations
1: so um, so my meditations that we're doing with my team are a little different. They're, well, in general, what is meditation? Meditation is not necessarily you are sitting um, still and, and not allowing your thoughts to happen, right? Like, like you might think. No. Meditation is any practice at all that will allow you to be in a present moment. OK, because yeah. our mind, uh, that's that's the core of an anxiety as well, because you are anxious because I mean, you or or me, all of us, we are anxious just because we are not in the present moment, because in a present moment, there is never anxiety. Right. Very so you're blind. only anxious about the past or that future. Right. What you've done wrong in the past or what might happen in the future. So that is important to understand. That's, that's how our mind works. It runs away from the present automatically all the time. Mm-hmm. So meditation helps you to be in the present. That means you don't have anxiety at all. When you are in a present moment, no matter what happened or, you know, no matter what you were thinking before, you will not be anxious because you're in the present moment. But it's very hard. It's nearly impossible to keep your brain in the present moment. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like a muscle. You need to train it all the time. So for you, meditation can be gardening or uh, surfing or, you know, or just um, reading a book, anything at all that keeps your mind in the present moment. The meditation that uh, we are doing, it's a little different because those are more hypnotic meditations. And kind of like an immersive meditation that helps you to bypass the <clears throat> kind of like the gate of your consciousness, right? Because again, to your question before, what's holding us back? Uh, it's our sub- so everything. Imagine that your life and your perception of life, your patterns, your behaviors, your relationships, your decisions is a tip of an iceberg, right? That's it. So every so all the reasons uh, of everything how you live are deep inside in your subconscious, right? So in order to change something in your life, uh, you gotta go deep into your subconscious. But it is very difficult because they're like logs, you know, that's not easy to get there because like, if if you open it up, it's gonna, you know, you're gonna just go crazy. So my meditations, they help you to bypass that lock a little bit and go deeper. Right to change something within yourself already, not even knowing how you do it. So that's the goal, you know. That's that's so you just it doesn't, it's not gonna work if you do it once, right? You gotta keep doing that. You gotta, yeah, open up yourself a little more and more, but like eventually it will help you to fix something, you know.
0: Okay, all right. So, and so I think it's important. Are you meditating every day? I try, well, almost every day. Yeah. Do you meditate? I, so when I used to have like a, a very, um, high level of anxiety i used to meditate Uh i forced myself to meditate every day that's that's the thing it wasn't natural for me i i would put like a reminder on my phone i i had this app, um headspace and uh that was that was very very good for me and it did it did help me to really like realize um you know all the thoughts that they were just like not part of me and then to recognize to to recognize them but also recognize when i have the desire or or what? What are the other positive thoughts that I would have once in a while? <laughs> um, so, but not 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 not, any, not anymore because um, I, I'm telling you what I'm doing. Sometimes yeah. uh, I feel I feel like I'm meditating when I'm doing a nap. Just because I'm sometimes when, when I'm just I need to just rest for a little bit, I'm going to my bedroom or here on my living room and then I uh and and then I relax I'm focusing of the my breath like in the specific in the specific point like normally is always like in my throat and um uh, and I'm just counting uh as well. Um my my breath and then uh, I'm just focusing focusing on that and then normally I never really sleep but then after 15 minutes I'm just feeling very 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 good so I think it's a bit of meditation technique
1: it is a meditation because as I said to you meditation is anything that helps you kind of like ground yourself in the present moment Tommy can I ask you I mean uh, if it's uh, uh, if you can share what was the what were the topics, let's say, or directions of your negative thoughts before? Like, what was, if you can share, of course.
0: Okay, so for instance, yesterday I ate some prunes. Um, and one of them wasn't that good, to be honest. I was like, oh, anyway. When I had anxiety, if the same situation happened to me, I would uh, become a s- psychopath, as in like, Mm-hmm. I would think that I would die anytime soon. So I was just making yeah. sure that uh, I'm ready to call the uh, emergency, that my door is still open if, uh, you know, I'm unconscious, uh, things like that. Um, and obviously my heart is going to start racing, 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 and then we'll probably feel the same way for two to three hours because I w- I'm thinking, well, I'm not going to die right away. Do you know what I mean? So that's how it used to be mm. for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So really, at some point, it was just like a lot uh, and anything can make me anxious. So that's why I've been diagnosed by, um, with uh, generalized anxiety disorder, which makes sense because literally I could be anxious about anything, anytime, uh, even taking a... Uh, um, a painkiller, I would be anxious to take a painkiller. So yeah, that was me.
1: I got it. I get it. It's just, it doesn't matter what it, it would always be like that kind of thinking process, but you are feeling better right now.
0: Oh yeah. 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 Well, look, I've tried many, many things and a lot of conventional and then conventional, um, therapy or, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, but what really helped me was actually to change my environment. Living Paris and going to mm-hmm. Australia really changed my life, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Well, you know Paris because we met uh, together mm-hmm. when we were in Paris. As a tourist, it's beautiful. It's Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, immediately yeah. in Paris. But when you live here, yeah. when you live in Paris, it's completely different because... Um, you wake up at eight a.m. every, and you go in the transport. Everyone pissed off already and not awake. Yeah, and yeah. then there's no uh, place in the train when you and when you arrive at work, everyone is still in the same mood. Um, you know, it, it's just like uh, it can be a lot. And then you finish working at six, you go to the gym, and then you go back at home at nine. So, that in Australia I completely changed because mm-hmm. I don't have the same uh, routine at all.
1: Right, right, right. Well, I'm
0: doing glad. Today. So, back when I was doing meditation, um, I understood at that point that um, doing a meditation is actually understanding and observing uh, how your good and bad thoughts are playing with you, let's say. So, but can you tell me more about the mechanism uh, in the brain of these souls?
1: So the brain, well, I actually, uh, have been thinking a lot about it and I think maybe it will be helpful, uh, you know, to you and other people, I think that we should see our brain just as a piece of meat. That's it. Right. So, so yeah, just a piece of meat and, uh, we give too much credit to our brain. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) It's like, you know, incredible, but also it's just a piece of meat and, uh, so this piece of meat has a function so your liver has a function right your kidneys uh, they have a function um your heart has a function right so the liver's function is to cleanse your blood for example or like your body right so the brain's function that's important just to remember is to create a billions of variations of different thoughts okay that's its function and 99.9999% of them will never ever be true so when we think about and i understand you know when when you have a clinical you know anxiety if there is is there such thing as clinical anxiety right you can be diagnosed
0: i've been diagnosed by um the therapist where uh, when i was in the connective B R O therapy he that's when he found out that i had yeah. um have that you type been of taking anxiety. medicine Not really, because um, I mean, I just took supplements. The thing is, I knew why I was feeling like this. So at some point, I was like, well, you know, you're not going to numb your body again, uh, and you're just going to let your thoughts and your. you know your yeah, trauma right. out so i just forced myself to uh, feel my anxiety uh and you know just feel all my emotions so yes i was taking some ashwagandha i was taking some things like that but i can um also magnesium but i can tell you that uh, i was feeling my anxiety anyway yeah
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my question was about that because, you know, I understand when you have a clinical, you know, uh, diagnosis, it's it's not like telling yourself how your brain works might not help you in the moment, but learning that will eventually in the long run um, help you. Right. So just imagine your brain is a piece of meat with its own functions. It's just an organ. And the function of the brain is to create all these thoughts. So thinking those thoughts and having those thoughts, whatever they are, doesn't mean that it's just you or you're feeling something or like, there is like your guts telling you, you know what I'm trying to say for sure. I'm thinking those thoughts because something, mm, because I saw some, it's all bullshit. It's just your brain playing with you. That's it, nothing more. You didn't see anything. You didn't hear anything. No one, you know what I'm trying. It's not that your gut telling you it's bullshit. It's just your brain. And then that's important. You know, how um, do all these things work? Uh, like, you know, shifting your thoughts, for example, I'll tell you now also my method that I'm using it's just practice, you know, like you can go, you can read all the books about going to the gym, but you will not change your body if you don't start going to the gym, right? Same with this. You need to practice that. So when you are having bad thoughts, right? What you have to do is uh, to remind yourself that each time you're thinking that thought, it's very interesting time because when you're starting uh, to think like negative thoughts, you lose yourself in a moment. See, you don't feel like you are in a, pre- you feel like you're not here anymore. You acknowledge it next time. When you're having those thoughts, immediately you fly away out of your body and you are like somewhere in the future, in the past, you might be listening to someone, but you're not hearing anything because you're you're conscious you're not here like think catch this moment so you're going somewhere and you're hurting so much from these thoughts they hurt you so much you know and each time you start thinking them just remind yourself each time it will be easier and easier you remind yourself stop and you just using your willpower means your thoughts change your thought it might sound uh very it might seem very fake in the beginning you know how can i change my thought and if i'm obsessed with that you can because you're stronger change it for one second you change it you just distract yourself to anything you know like a, a movie like a song or like go for a walk and then one two three is just like you know 30 minutes pass one hour pass two hours pass and then you know you're just feeling better and then they 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 just start coming to you less and less and less. You know that's the practice that you need to all of all of us we need to do to learn how to how this works. You'll see how it's working. It
0: actually yeah I see. Um, we've been discussing um, before of like four basic emotions, right? Um, which are they? And also just because we we were saying about like channeling these uh, emotions, give me some tips.
1: So there are four basic emotions in, uh, in, uh, in life, right? And it's very important to understand them because, you know, once you know uh, what you're feeling, it will uh, uh, help you to understand how to deal with it, right? So four basic simple emotions is um, anger, fear, happiness, and sorrow. Right. So each emotion serves its purpose for you. But here, where it gets very interesting, each emotion is divided in two types: uh, the real emotion and the chronical emotion. Right. So when you are um, when you are constantly, let's talk about fear, for example. So let's talk about each emotion. Why do we need it? Fear, for example. So fear. Healthy fear helps you protect yourself, right? Imagine you're walking down the street and there's like a huge dog behind you, weird dog. So your fear makes you cross the street. That's a healthy fear. We We all need that, right? But then it's like a chronicle fear, the fear that is constantly with you that you are experiencing fear all the time without the reason. So that fear is not helping you. It's only destroying you, right? Then let's go to anger if if you are feeling angry in the moment right now that means that you are defending your borders right you are defending yourself if someone's just you know uh if someone did too much to you like you're not uh, you're just like protecting yourself you're defending yourself that's that's healthy right if someone told you something that's healthy you feel aggression if you're constantly aggressive that is not uh, reflect in the real life right so the healthy way the healthy emotions when you experience them in a healthy way they actually reflect what happens to your life and then because of those emotions you can react in a good way if the emotion is unhealthy it's always with you it's not again like your thoughts you see it it, it, it doesn't reflect anything that happens in your life sorrow for example sorrow is uh, the reaction of your psyche to when you lose something and that is very important So you lose something, it can be a relationship or a person person or a job, anything at all. And you need time to let yourself, you know, channel it. You need time to go through this. And in a way, sorrow is also cleansing you. Because, you know, when we end a relationship or anything really, when we go through the sorrow, we understand a lot of things about ourselves right we understand who we are a little bit more each time more we understand after we've lost something we understand what we need now what we don't need it's always a cleansing moment you know it's difficult but it's always a cleansing moment Mm -hmm. when it's a constant sorrow it's it's different thing again it's not helping right so it's always important to understand what am i feeling right now like is this shrimp that i am eating was the shrimp well okay i am scared because the shrimp that i ate was bad was it bad if it was bad hmm what should i if it really was bad maybe i should go right now take a pill like and you know like like a medicine that's a healthy fear unhealthy fear is like i ate a shrimp hmm Shrimps may be bad, but maybe this wasn't bad. But shrimps are easy, easy like for seafood. is It's so bad to, it's so hard to be like you know when you're poisoning, poisoned with seafood. Like it's it's devastating, and then you start spiraling. See, that's not a health. Yeah, because you know, and the Hmm. fourth emotion is happiness. Happiness is an emotion uh, which we actually can only experience when we know how to experience anger, fear, and sorrow. Only knowing how to feel all those emotions, you can truly be happy. It's very interesting, you know. And happiness truly gives you the, the just the, the, the kind of like the opportunity to be, you know, grateful for what you have in life. And on that energy, uh, being grateful, you can actually build a lot in your life. And you know what's also important with emotions mm, in our world, especially like, you know, uh, the uh, male masculinity uh you know in a in a in a a, you know men world uh um it's uh, it's like considered that like being sad is not like accepted you know like even like in the in the like western countries where people are more you know it's still kind of like oh we don't talk about that and that and that that is not healthy because, you know, when you are not letting yourself, and then this positive, uh, toxic positivity, like, um, I'm fine. You know, like you tell that yourself. You don't need to do that, you know, because it's important. So any emotion is, it's, so it's important to understand emotion is a wave, right? It goes through your body. It yeah. will never stay, no matter how you feel. No matter how scared you are, no matter how sad you are, it will never stay with you if you let it go through. You just need to, you know, like, wait. So, for example, if you are um, very angry, right, you need to let this emotion leave your body. So how do you do that? You can't hopefully go and punch someone, right, in, in the face or like, you know, yeah. So you got to go somewhere where can, when no one can can hear you and you scream so so loud like never before like until you're in pain you know or you are home if you really aggr, like if someone you know something happened really that made you feel this way you just uh, uh lean towards the wall like push the wall and try to move the wall right to feel all the tension so this is how you can get rid of this energy in your body of aggression and uh basically, you know, with sorrow, for example, you can't go to the you're like I'm going to the gym right now, amazing, yeah, I'm very sad, but I need to go to the gym to no like you need to you need to just wait a little bit, right? You need to wait, you need to amplify it a little bit that's why all those uh, playlists on Spotify breakup songs are good and very popular because like, you amplify it a little bit and you give your, yourself a time a period where you are in sorrow, when you're grieving, right? And then you you let it all go through the tips, you know, everywhere in your body and then it just leaves you. and then for, for example with um, yeah. yeah you know, like, so there are ways it's just be conscious about uh what you're feeling asking yourself a question is this a real emotion right now that i'm feeling or is just my 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 mind is like playing a game again you know and i feel this all the time and if i feel this all the time and i feel scared all the time if i feel uh you know aggressive all the time that means that right now it's not about someone you know hurting me or like me being in danger it's just a constant emotion in my life it's not serving me.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's completely, uh, clear what I, what I'm, I'm, I'm not pushing any, any walls myself, but, um, I, what I, what I do when I'm feeling like some anger or some sorrow or like uh, any bad emotion, uh, I would, I would say is when I, I start journaling. Journaling for me has been, uh, very, very helpful because at least I can just like let out my emotions but also i can reflect on them and say did i did i did i do good like what was my reaction did my reaction have like and like did it sort of give a solution to the problem yes or no generally no and then um so that and it, it's always helping me you know, sometimes like I I have so much going on I need to write things down I need to like let it on the paper and when I put it on the paper it's not it's not here anymore um that that was like one of my tip to process that kind of emotion and it and it's working also with which is good is that when it's for fear I don't have a lot of fears but even though I'm living surrounded by spiders you know, <laughs> um but like if i have um the anger or if i have the sorrow i just writing down and then i feel like uh, these emotions are staying here or or at least i process them much more quicker than if i don't do anything but if i have happiness sometimes when i have a lot of happiness i'm writing down as well and it amplifies that happiness which is a good thing right <laughs> it, mm. it it stays and, and you realize it's even you are even no, more it's a- ha- you are even happier than what you think
1: no also you know your hands are connected to your heart energetically so when you are handwriting and journaling that means that you're you know you're like exactly you're kind of like leaving all the not bad emotions because there's not, no such thing as bad but like negative emotions right On paper. So I think it's beautiful that you're doing it. It does help. Like, and I encourage everyone to do that too, you know?
0: What's your so going back to your meditations? Mm -hmm. uh, What's what's really the power of meditation on on the brain? So we said that this is not something uh, that after one meditation, like your life is going to be transformed. We wish, but no, it's not happening like that. Uh, But what's going to happen, like if you do meditation on a regular basis, uh, and also how can you convince someone to include this ten minutes meditation? in this schedule?
1: That's a good question. Well, I think that we can talk a lot about things, but it's always better to try. And meditation is something that can give you a practical use. And it does help you to detach yourself from the story that you are uh, telling yourself about yourself. And I think this is something incredible, you know, because you live, we live, when I say you, it's not, you understand, like we all, uh, we live in a life which is controlled by the narrative. Our life, again, what's holding us back, our life is controlled by uh, God. Who is God? You, right? So you are God of your universe, of your life. You control it with the story. You're like an author, you're like a writer. He, those things happen in your life that you write about in the storybook about yourself, your, your story about yourself. So most of the times, because we are all little, you know, not little, we're traumatized people, a lot of us. That's kind of like in a way, maybe that's why we're here, right? And that's why we're here to heal, right? And that's why we're giving certain experiences in life. So So usually the story that we are writing about ourselves is not the happiest one no matter how much we want it to be. It's just because, you know, it's controlled by all these patterns in our in our life and psyche. So meditation, of course, you we need to go to therapy and this and that. But, you know, it's a lot of people don't do that. So, but at least there's something you can do at home. So meditation helps you to detach yourself from the story you are writing about yourself. And then you can see a little bit clearer what story it is. And once you see it from... Outside, you have more power to see what's wrong with that story, and you have more control over the parts of the story that are really not serving you good. You know, mm-hmm. and that I think is very powerful. And uh, that only happens when you just ground yourself in a present moment, and then you learn. You know, you are meditating. There's a there's an easy thing. I will just give this example. You sit down on a couch or in a chair. You close your eyes, and you do as like. Let's say 10 cycles of breathing. You inhale uh, for four counts. One, two, three, four. You hold your breath for four. You exhale for four. And you hold your breath for four. So do uh, 10 cycles like that, right? And then just be there. Don't try not to think. Just observe. This is so interesting. Just observe your emotions. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just observe your thoughts. Mm -hmm.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. There's a, I had like, a, um, an interview in a previous mm-hmm. episode and, uh, cause I'm doing the same thing. And then, um, but I was saying that sometimes you can lose counts, uh, of what you're doing and just say, okay, so maybe look at a window when mm-hmm. you go up on the window, that's when you like, in, um, uh, inhale. And then you go, you, you like hold your breath, until you go down and you exhale and then you do it. You hold your breath again and then yes. you inhale. And I try it and I was like, oh yeah, 100%. It's such a good technique.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Look well, at you, like the window
0: and you're just uh-huh. focusing on something. You're not counting and you, your breath is just following. Or what I do sometimes, I mean, when I used to have like severe anxiety, just because mm-hmm. when you have high anxiety level, like you need someone to take control of you. Um, because you cannot like do things by yourself, literally, you know, like I I wouldn't sit down and say, okay, I'm going to relax now. Um, but, uh, I have like some, um, music on Spotify and they, they just help you to, to breathe. So I'm just following the the music and it helped me to breathe the same way.
1: It's, you're doing something. That's so important. So, you know, I would like to encourage with this podcast people to, I understand when I've been through uh, my most darkest thoughts and, and fears and anxiety, if, so, if someone told me, like, you got to do like this, I would be like, you like, fuck, like, literally, like, you don't know what I'm feeling. Right? I have no control over that. But in fact, we always do. And then if you just take one step, You know, the second one will be easier and you will see it's working. So I just want to encourage everyone who is going through something. Yeah, there are ways that Mm -hmm. people are already, you know, uh, action they're taking. But this is something you just can't. You can do it on your own. Just do it. Just do it and see what happens.
0: Mm. Well, thank you very much for uh, your time today. I really loved uh, chatting with you about uh, meditation and you you can find a link to uh, your uh, workbook of meditation for everyone who wants to uh, see that. So uh, you can have meditation about uh, IFC I've seen the inner child, like what kind of topic you would get in the guided meditation? So
1: for now, we have two workbooks uh, that consist of an article uh, explaining the topic and, uh, well, basically a workbook and an exercise helping you to work on this topic and a guided meditation. So one is inner child and another is true desires. Inner child is a -hmm. a part of your psyche that actually, uh, you know, is responsible for for being happy, for having levity in life, for just being able mm-hmm. to enjoy life. Because if that part of your psyche is blocked, as it usually is from our childhood by our family, you know, they tell us, yeah. like, don't do this, don't do that. You are like, you were grown up. So you just, you just can never feel satisfied in life, you know? So that helps to work on this. And true desires is something that help you understand a little bit more uh, what is that you really want. Because sometimes we think, often we think that we want this and that, but in fact, that's not our desires. That's something we think is ours, but it's something that has been planted, you know, put to, onto us from our families, or society. And And, you know, why is it important? Because as long as you're trying to pursue desires that are not truly yours you will never succeed. And if you succeed, you will never be satisfied from that. You know, that's why it's so important to understand what is that you really want to feel really happy. So yeah. Thank you, Tony. All
0: right. Thank you. Have a Thank you so much. I just wanted to
1: say that it's just a great uh, time talking to you. And I am very happy that you are doing this because I think that um, one little step towards yourself can change your life and you're helping people to do that. Thank Thank you.
0: So that's it for today's episode. I hope it gave you a bit more hope and strength to overcome anxiety, just like I did. Don't forget you're not alone in this life challenge. Once again, I'm here to talk about my own experience. I'm not providing medical advice, just support. So if you need help, please refer to a doctor or a therapist. I would love to reply to your questions on my future episodes. So please reach out on my socials or my email tomgram with 3a at gmail.com you can subscribe to my podcast to help me grow but also to make sure you won't miss the next episode see you next week bye